You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Lauren, I don't know if you've seen that um, TV commercial for Judge Judy, but she talks about the 18-year-old kid in the red pickup truck, and she says something like, shiny, shiny, shiny. Have you seen that commercial? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, but I, I really, it reminds me kind of of um, our topic today because we seem to always focus on external, which is basically like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like, I'm shiny, shiny, shiny. And today, uh, I thought it would be uh, kind of helpful for our uh, listener or listeners. If my mom's up, then that would be too. Uh, to talk a little bit about internal communication. So, yeah, I think that's a great topic. And frankly, something that we just, in all honesty, don't get to work a lot on usually. So, yeah. and it's something I actually enjoy doing too. So, it's kind of sad. If anyone has any projects they need help with, call us. <laughs> bring them, bring them forth. Bring that yeah. forth. That's funny. So, well, let me, uh, if you'd like, I'll. St- kick off with a little bit of um, kind of questions to ask yourself. And then if you want to talk a little bit about tips and tricks and I might have a couple yeah. up my sleeve as well. Cool. So a uh, couple of things we're talking about internal communication, just to define it. That's things that you are discussing internally in your organization or company. And that doesn't matter if it's uh, 50 people, a hundred people or three people, this is still important. So a uh, couple of things to ask yourself, is your internal communications purposeful? In other words, does it really align with the organization or company's mission? Or is it just some type of white noise that it can be added to everyone else's white noise that's happening right now? Um, the other thing is, is your internal communication reaching your entire company? specifically the folks that need to hear it. So for instance, if your memo for today is please don't put tuna fish in the microwave, Mm -hmm. then make sure that everyone gets it, especially those folks that may have a propensity to eat tuna. So that's important. The second thing is, is it effective? Are you measuring it? In other words, if you say there's a company picnic and everything's free, did anyone come? Did anyone say, yes, we were super excited? Did anyone mention that they didn't hear anything about it? Are you improving employee engagement? Now, here's something that's very interesting to me. As an employer myself, you often are in the dark in the bits of you think everything's going great. Everyone's smiling and laughing at the three o'clock buffet there at the table with uh, the assorted adult beverages. But maybe or maybe not, people are happy or not. Sometimes you don't know that until you get some anonymous feedback, either through surveys or something like that from the employee. And then finally, is the executive messaging communicated clearly? Oftentimes, people that are on the uh, beginning track, if you will, at a company organization are not necessarily privy to all of the inside baseball terms or the things that are happening in the industry. 
The reason they're there is because this is their first and best job and they want to make sure that they do a great job doing it. So if you have a CEO talking to someone that may be further down the line a little bit, that may be a problem. Effectively, the other way is uh, important as well. In other words, if uh, someone in the middle or lower part of the tree uh, needs to communicate to someone a little bit higher, uh, some type of executive, they need to be able to speak the same language. So make sure that that executive messaging is communicated clearly. So those are my tips. Those are my kickoffs. Those are good. So something you kind of mentioned, and I think it's probably my first tip is, you know, uh, you know, when you're trying to come up with a strategy is really looking for what you're currently doing. So take a look at and basically assess your current strategy. Is that that you're just putting up sticky notes for people to read or, you know, writing something on the whiteboard in the break room? Or are you sending out something regularly via email? Or is it, you know, spoken word during weekly meetings? But see what you're currently doing. And if you and others feel you're over communicating or under communicating, I think that's the biggest thing. So you kind of mentioned doing maybe a survey. I think that's a really great place to start. Um, And you can ask questions like, you know, do you feel like you're, you know, in the loop? Or do you feel like that you're always asking or bugging people for information regarding what's going on in our company? Um, How do you like to be communicated with? You know, you know, it'll probably be several different ways and different people will respond differently, but you should be able to see some trends there to improve your strategy. Or if you really kind of aren't doing anything, maybe you're in a growth pattern or have recently grown your company and you haven't really had to do this before. um, I think that's still a really great place to start, even if you have some um, new employees on the staff. So that's probably my first tip. My second one is basically then coming up with other ways besides just internal communication, like how you're getting news spread, but some other ways that your staff and your team can basically come together for the overall effectiveness of the business. So one of those things that pops into my mind is, you know, how are they engaging with your social media? Can you come up with a mini plan or maybe some rewards if they will um, engage socially as well to help your reach and, you know, that also allows them to showcase that, hey, I'm involved with this team and we're doing these great things. So I always love that as well. You know, maybe that's LinkedIn, maybe it's Instagram, Facebook, whatever you have. I think that's always a good idea too. Yeah. And one other thing, if you have a larger team, I really like the thought of having like a a group, a private group on Facebook, or you have a LinkedIn um, that is dedicated to internal communication. If you have a larger, you know, team or you don't have something that is, um, private and internal already, those are kind of good free ideas without creating something from the get go for yourselves. I think my third big one is, and I think this can be kind of a stumbling point. Something else to think of is, not just how you're disseminating, you know, organizational news, but also how are you communicating as far as project management goes or, you know, hey, we got a new client and you want to let everyone know about that. It's kind of like beyond the hoorah, hooray, we're excited. How does that communication process work of then like, okay, how do we get to work and how do we manage these new projects? That's a whole other ballgame of internal communications. Maybe you need a software for that. 
you know, it kind of just depends on your size, but maybe you need, you know, there are tons of options out there. I'm not even going to start mentioning them because there are so many and people are, <laughs> I feel like are very dedicated to one or the other. Absolutely. If you start talking software. Yeah. But think about how you're managing your, your projects and how your employees can communicate with each other regarding like work basically. So I think that's something else to definitely consider and put into your plan and, you know, make sure everyone's um, trained on and knows the expectations from the get go. Totally agree. And kind of to that point, I'm kind of a little bit of your double point, if you will, is, you know, don't forget those remote employees, especially after the COVID uh, era. I mean, don't assume that people are in the loop. I think it's very important for everyone to know, you know, kind of like what's going on at the office as well as what's being offered for those folks that may be working outside of the office. Uh, there are just a lot of things that uh, can go on right now, you know, that can be touched right, right. now. Right. Those And I don't, I don't want to like harp on this, but I think we all know there are many benefits to open communication. Um, you know, if you're not communicating regularly with your team, people start to feel like something's wrong or they are inferior or they're doing something wrong, they're performing poorly, you know, they start to get that little itch and that creates kind of like a gossip wheel a lot, you know, a lot of chatter um, starts kind of dividing people. So that starts hurting your teamwork and your culture. And there's just a lot of trickle down. I mean, I don't want to dwell on the negative, but those are really good reasons to ensure that you have a strong internal communication strategy deployed and you are keeping up with it at all times. You know, even if it's just not just, but even if it's a monthly email newsletter and you skip a month or two, that will raise questions. You know, if it's not, um, if, if you're not communicating why that's happening. So just make sure, you know, you are aware that there are a lot of negative (laughs) side effects, if you will, if you're not communicating with your team. Sure, sure. And talk about what they're interested in. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, I am 100% guilty of this. You get caught up in your own little vacuum or your own little like, here are the five points that we need to talk about. Well, sometimes people want to know different stuff and it's not just frivolous. I mean, some of it is like, like you said, hey, we onboarded a new client. Well, what's the long-term goal for that client? Or how does that work within the portfolio of the company itself? Or how are the sales numbers going generally? I mean, a lot of people get kind of weirded out, if you will, by talking about, you know, funds or money or sales or blah, blah, blah. The reality is, that when people know that the company is doing great, they get super excited. And when they know the company is having trouble or the organization is, you know, struggling a little bit, having some challenges, sometimes people rise to the, you know, rise to the top. And it's not a surprise if for some reason, you know, the company unfortunately does have to make some changes or does have to transition. At least that employee was offered the opportunity to kind of make some decisions in advance of that instead of it just being like, hey, I thought everything was great or vice versa. So yeah, the other thing I wanted to kind of chit chat a little bit with, and you mentioned honestly uh, several of them, but just kind of lay them out um, kind of internal ways to communicate internally. Um, I think probably the most effective, right? You mentioned it was the sticky note and cork board, right? That's probably the best, correct? Right. Definitely. Uh Yeah. Or maybe an intranet system of some sort that everyone has access to 24-7. And that system could be uh, information about the organization of the company, kind of the business side. It could be some information about, you know, balancing that fun with engaging in critical information. So, hey, here's the next, you know, 
department or company wide, you know, get together or team building process. And then it can also, uh, you know, provide some type of uh, communication to important facets such as HR or um, I'm trying to think payroll or those type of things that, that really help an employee feel like they have control of their situation. And, and let's just face it, Lauren. I mean, I'm really working a lot. I've been a control freak most of my life. And the reality is we have no control, but the illusion of control controlling that illusion is amazing, right? <laughs> Whatever you just said. <laughs> I hope that made sense to everyone else. Sure. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. And if not, <laughs> send me an email at podcast at theguildfactor.com. So anything else you want to uh, touch base on before we wrap this one up, Lauren? No, I think that's a really good introduction and some things to, you know, kind of start the wheels turning if you're starting this process or maybe just polishing this process or reevaluating, you know, your strategy. So I think that's a good place to start with this. Good. All right. Well, while we're doing this, I scratched down a couple of notes on some uh, sticky notes. So I'll go ahead and uh, get those good. over to you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fax them to me, please. I, I will. I will fax them. So, all right. Enough of this for the G Factor podcast. I am Tony Bain. I'm Lauren Doherty. And we look forward to talking to you in six days. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.